and we are live uh, again with the present show also today and welcome everybody thank you for coming and thank you mindful pat as usually for being here with us and today we have uh the second guest from India, that is very interesting because this is our research also into mindfulness from the tradition perspective. But also, uh, you're going to hear a lot of interesting part uh, about Prachi. So Prachi, welcome to the present show. Thank you for being here. Um, Thank you, Prachi. Thank you for having me here. So beginning is, you know, the interesting thing from your side is that you've been practicing mindfulness for many years. That's what you told me. Uh, and what I wanted to know before from you is, you know, who you are, right? So what you're doing and where your mindful journey started. Sure. Um, well, I am a human resources professional, HR business partner with IBM at uh, GTS. And um, I love my job. And mindfulness started as a passion. Mm -hmm. So it started a few years ago and it started, uh, I started it for my own um, inner wellness. I wanted more out of life. I wanted more um, self-awareness and more uh, focus on myself. And um, that's how it started. I started uh, practicing various mindfulness techniques uh, coming from different schools. And what particularly interested me um, are the active mindfulness techniques uh, mm -hmm. designed specifically for the modern mind. Because the modern mind, I feel, as, as we are, as our mind is, it's difficult to be, to stay in the present. Our mind is either in the past or, or the future. So it was, at least for me, it was difficult to just sit silently and focus on the breath and stay there. My mind would just go everywhere. So active meditation really helped me um, use that energy constructively and then uh, go in. So there'd be a lot of activity uh, first, they did a lot of activity followed by silence, and that always worked uh, really, really well for me. And, and then, uh, I, sorry. Yeah, no, go, go ahead. And that activity was always a technique designed by somebody who's um, who's an expert at that. So uh, whether it's uh, laughing or dancing or a breathing technique or, or running. And, and what did you do to learn, right? What were the first sources you were consulting, right? From, I mean, from, from your perspective, I guess. And also we had Mala in one of the present shows that came. And she said, you know, part of my family tradition is with mindfulness. So it's like normally, not only family, but it's at school and everywhere else. So what, what was your source of uh, knowledge? Well, yeah, in India, it's not that difficult to find um sources to spend time with yourself. There are many, many schools available. So when I saw that there is thirst within, I subscribed to various uh, different schools of thoughts and um, left mm. no stone unturned to learn different techniques. Mm. And that included yoga and that included many different forms of breathing techniques and uh, very many cathartic techniques as well because uh, mind as it is, it attracts uh, you know, there's very little opportunity that we get to sort of get rid of negative emotions like anger, like um, all kind of negative emotions that sort of pile in. Mm -hmm. And then uh, there are techniques that we can get rid of those uh, negative emotions, which are normally not so well accepted in the society. You So first you get rid of them and then it's easier to be silent. 
at least that worked wonderfully well for me. So it was very easy in India to um, subscribe to those different uh, thoughts. So every weekend, I would almost every weekend, I would uh, do a, a camp or do a course or. And, and the most important thing that worked really well for me was daily practice. Uh, and daily practice would, could be as little as five minutes. So daily, it was less, I mean, daily practice, we say, if you really want to get into mindfulness, you don't need a long time. Like it's five minutes, as Pratyashe is saying, it's more than enough to start a practice. Uh, and maybe a question is now, uh, how much time do you dedicate to, to your practice? And uh, if you get can get even more into the what is not accepted, you told me that it's not easy to accept certain things. So what are the things that you consider less accepted by the society? In the sense that um, who uh, wants a person who's, or who likes to be a person who's always sad or always angry or mm -hmm. who's... Um, you know, not joyous. Everybody likes to be with people who are happy and uh, joyous, blissful. So these meditation techniques help you get lighter because you, you don't just throw it on another person, your anger or your negative emotions, but you throw it in the air with these mm -hmm. techniques. And then you come back to people full of joy and bliss. So that's what I meant. Like, you know, for example, crying is a very natural emotion. But mm -hmm. the moment you start crying, there are many people who tell you, oh, don't cry, it's all right. Uh, however, in reality, the, one of the mindfulness techniques is that you cry your heart out. And then you all you have is silence within because you've gotten rid of the pain completely. Okay, so when I see somebody crying, what, should, what is the best thing I can do? Just let, let the person cry. I mean, Shut up and cry. <laughs> Now give your shoulder, be nice, but let the person cry. Mm -hmm. It's all right to cry. It's it's the society, you know, as we are, I think if we accept these natural emotions of anger and crying or any other negative emotions, I think we help each other a lot. So instead so, of trying to suppress them, you're telling me it's better if we, uh, you know, focus on them and try to understand the hidden reason, and then when it goes away it goes away much faster because we we focus on them, right? That That's what you're telling. Yeah. Also, it doesn't create a chain reaction. I'll give you a small example. If mm -hmm. I have a lot of anger within me and I'm, I don't know where to take it, you know, I've not really worked on or processed the anger within. So what will happen is that every small opportunity, every small thing will irritate you. And because there's so much anger within, then I'll start sort of projecting it on other people. Whereas if I've done a um, mindfulness technique where I've dealt with my anger, then I come back to people where, I'm, where I know that my remote is not, my remote control is not in other people's hand. I know people just press a button and make me angry or make me sad or make me happy. I have, I'm more controlled of my, I'm more in control of my emotions. And um, so let's say when somebody is uh, usually very angry or do you let's let's go to the office, right? So we are in an office environment. We are having, let's say, if you are in a finance department or operation or anywhere, you might have things that we call closings where everybody is actually super heavily stressed and involved with activities for a short period of time. OK, so in this me in this 
periods, there is much more stress and there is much more anger and nerves. So what would you do uh, and what is the best practice you would um, use to uh, calm down and bring joy into, you know? You just cry. <laughs> <laughs> so one is that stress has, you know, could be, it should be accepted. It's all right to have a stressful situation. I mean, mm -hmm. you don't change the environment you live in. It's totally okay to be uh, stressed out. We could accept the stress. It's all right to be stressful at one moment. You live that stress. And sometimes it's actually good because it gets the best out of you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, a daily practice would help us deal with that stress well. Because, you know, when we go out, whether it's office or in the marketplace, there is stress. There is pollution, there is uh, noise pollution, there's air pollution, there's the people and you know, anything can give you stress if you're, if you're sort of, if we don't know how to deal with it. or office politics or competition or, uh, but if we practice mindfulness then we, as I said, we're more in control of how we respond to these mm -hmm. uh, uh, these uh, stimuli. So that response time uh, gives us more control that suddenly somebody presses a button and we get angry. Suddenly somebody says something nice to us and we get really happy. Suddenly okay. somebody knows us and we feel totally sad and left out. So the answer, in case you want to have uh, a less stressful or more calm closings, then start practicing in advance. Right, so that the more you practice, the more you will be ready to interpret stress and emotions in a uh, you know different way than usually. So able being able to control them much more, not even control, but to let them be. Let's say at this point, right? But yeah, I mean, simple, in simple words, we start responding instead of reacting. Mm -hmm. So. Talking about uh, emotions and management or control of them reminds me of a story. And there was a, uh, a monk who was always very serious, always uh, had the same expression. And the students at this school wanted to, to test if this, if this master monk had ever showed any mm -hmm. expressions. So they were like, okay, so at night, we're gonna scare him. He always goes to the kitchen, makes a cup of tea, walks through the corridor, will jump out, will scare him. Of course, nighttime comes, the, the master makes his cup of tea, he's walking through the corridor. The students jump out, ah! And the master just holding his cup of tea, looks at them, looks back, same expression, goes into his room, closes the door, puts the tea down, ah! There's another, there's another beautiful story of Buddha that uh, he was, he was uh, in a city and uh, someone, someone came and he was so angry at Buddha that he said nothing but spat on his face. And Buddha just, all he did was, he said, do you have something else to say to me? And the man was shocked because he was expecting a full-on fight. And he didn't, he didn't know what to do and he just left. And the next morning, he came back to Buddha, crying and feeling hugely sort of, uh, for lack of a better word, guilty of what he'd done. So 
he was so um, shocked by Buddha's response that he was totally a changed man the next day. So, and, and that's the difference that instead of reacting, Buddha could respond. And this is thanks to a certain kind of peace and training with your mind as well, right? That is, that is certainly helping. Very good. Uh, and um, Prachi, what what is your um, your mindful practice every day? I think uh, you have a particularly very interesting practice that you're following, so that you can always be smiley and joyful, <laughs> and you can actually are contagious with that. So, tell us more. I also get sad and I also get angry. It's totally all right to sort of live those emotions too. But yes, I'm I'm generally a happy person. Um, what I do, and I would recommend it for people who are working and who have a busy life, uh, is that the, the time we sleep when, a little before that is really important. And when we get up in the morning, those five minutes are really important. And that's what I um, really make use of. So what I do is I um, practice uh, a breathing technique in the night just before sleeping. Uh, it's very simple. Um, it's the word O, capital O, O for orange. Mm-hmm. And I just chant it for about five, six minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, I just do it for you one time. O, like a complete breath out. It's not OM. It's very secular. O. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's so like M- breathing in and then O. Breathing so in and then, oh, okay. Emptying your breath till your navel and then breathing in with the nose and one after the other, you go on for five, six minutes. And just be in that silent space. It will create a space for you. And then, then we go to, then I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sleep normally has, you know, so what happens is my uh, attention goes more in the navel and less, it, it's less in the mind there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I usually sleep very deep with less dreams and less thoughts about work or about whatever I'm doing in the day. Mm-hmm. And then when I get up in the morning, the first thing I do is I stretch like a cat in bed. Like every part of the body stretched well. And even before opening my eyes, I laugh. Mm-hmm. And that's a bit laughter for a couple of minutes. So that's... That gives me, and then I jump out of the bed and I start my day. So as far as your neighbors are aware of this practice, it's, it's all fine. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's actually, no, no, very, it's, it's, it's actually a very cool <laughs> thing to do. So it's actually quite nice. Sometimes um, people in the house also start laughing with me because this uh, woman is laughing in bed for no good reason and it sort of you know tunes my day that i have a feeling that my day is going to be fantastic today and that's normally what happens yeah so folks laugh every morning and i you will see the energy that is raising actually it's true and there are a lot of practice uh, I heard once, you know, I, I'm not sure if they share, but uh, you can, I, I have a short memory, but also in the presence that we share the idea that during business meeting, when there is stressful talks, if you pause and you laugh all together for one minute and then you 
keep going this is actually bringing still back the energy and back the joy and so that also the nerves and the stress goes down so laughing even if at the beginning is forced but then it's keep it keeps up i think right and it's uh, it's bringing certain a lot of joy very well uh mindful minute uh time for mindful minute and for closing our present show who wants the honor to run the mindful minute so Pat, you have you uh, support me in that. We'll um, laugh. We'll have a belly laughter for a few seconds till uh, Emmanuel tell us to stop, and then we'll close our eyes for a few seconds and be here and now. So Pat, are you ready? I'm ready. Leila, you gotta laugh okay. too. Okay. <laughs> so we laugh for no good reason. We just laugh. Have a belly laughter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Folks, you can laugh with us if you are watching live, but also if you're watching the the replay. And uh, thanks a lot for being in the present show. Uh, I love the fact to have you as a guest and come again, come anytime you want, Pratsy, for laughing with us and talking about mindfulness again. We really appreciate that. And I know that we just covered a little bit of your practice and tradition. So, you know, I renovate it. Thanks a lot, Mindful Pat. As usual, Mindful Pat, you have the last word. And uh, the jingle, when all three we're finishing the present show, is going to be... Oh, okay. So no, no music for us is just a brief and the oh, all together. And then I will stop at the light. But uh, I give my uh, last words to Prachi. Okay. Okay. So I would say that um, practice mindfulness. And for me, it has worked really well. I'm less stressed and I'm more focused and I'm more joyous. Life is beautiful for me uh, with my tools. I wish you the same. The same. Oh.